Hey, welcome back to the Infest Podcast. This is Brian. This is Daryl. And I was making Daryl laugh right before we started <laughs> by being awful. So um, nothing new there. Anyway, welcome back this week. Um, Daryl, they found Brian? the debris of the submersible on the floor of the ocean by the Titanic. Okay, so I saw the. I was looking for that, and I saw that they found the debris field, but yeah. I didn't see where they confirmed that's what it was. So hopefully, this means that they died suddenly and didn't all suffocate. Because, like, not that it's good that anybody died. Please understand that. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that, like, suffocating to death is absolutely one of the worst ways to die. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like, would you rather have one of those uh, giant? Uh, cargo you know the cargo containers fall on you or would you rather be chopped into little pieces over time i, I mean, mean it's one of the things you're going to die both ways i think i'd probably want to be chopped into little pieces but that's just me or have, have be blood eagled although Man. if you do you don't make a noise you do get the vol see i feel like i could do it without making a noise i really do yeah i false Dude, I broke my leg and won a race with a broken leg. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, Bob Gibson pitched with a broken leg, too. I mean, it Pitching it's with that, a broken that's... leg and running 600 meters as fast as you can at the end of a 3,200-meter race, that's a little different. Uh, yes, I would take running on my leg because I could hop on my leg. I, so. I couldn't hop. I had to win. Yeah. Yeah. So, I had to pretend like there was thing. nothing going on. I literally bit through my lip. You know, a scar so, I have in between my, my bottom lip and my chin? Mm -hmm. That's for me biting through my lip. Uh, well, you didn't say that last time, Joker. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, but no. So, But apparently, like, the person who ran this thing, like, like everybody's making a big deal. He's like, I didn't want to hire 50-year-old men, because white men, because they're not inspirational. You know what is inspirational, dude? Quality checking, testing to make sure yes. that your submersible works. Maybe not using a Logitech Bluetooth controller that you expect to work through water. Because let me tell you, the Bluetooth underwater earbuds that I have and my Apple Watch, it loses signal and that's three feet from my ear. Yeah. So, so yeah. And I didn't get a chance to read the other part. It was a mention of the thickness of the glass he was using so it was and... seven millimeters and so what it does is it uh you know obviously with pressure it expands and contracts like yeah. you've seen all those sub movies where they have the string and it's pulled taut mm -hmm. and then as they submerge the string gets more and more slack and there's a point that they know that they'll fail so they're like okay this is as low as we can go so he was like well it won't crack or and before it breaks it will crackle so you'll get an audible sound so you'll know you've gone too far so, yeah, but apparently this might add to the number of deaths on the Titanic. And that's because not, I'm not joking. That's like, like a thing that's been thrown out there. I'm like, that's so weird. And one of the ladies is a descendant of someone who died on the Titanic. Okay. That's yeah. I wonder I if she's against somebody. the fed too. Yeah. <laughs> or Hillary Clinton. I'm not going to get into that conspiracy theory because it just makes me angry. Um, 
<laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's. Oh, I have this in the wrong order. Hold on. Uh, let's get started here in just a moment as I uh, as I fix my mistake. Um, all right. So our first what, news. Which craft is um, am I watching? What? Oh, that's right. I'm watching you. <laughs> yeah, you're watching me edit in real time. Okay. So our first yeah. story, Jonathan Majors. So this dropped yesterday. Um, this is via the root, um, which I'm going to tell you right now, the root is a very racist organization. Um, and they're, they have mixed factuality and they're, they're not, um, they're not news guards certified. So we're going to take this article with a grain of salt. Um, but Yahoo news put it out there. So we are going to talk about it. Um, so new evidence, eyewitnesses in Jonathan Major's assault case appears to tell a different story. Um, yeah, so just a day after he appeared in court, um, which his court date is now set for August 3rd um, for his assault case, new evidence appears. See, this is funny. This says this is where this gets me because it says new evidence appears to suggest a different version of events that are previ that uh, than previously believed. None of this is evidence. None of this has been submitted or tried in court. None of this has gone through the discovery process. This is where the root gets me, right? They're not journalists. They're propaganda, racist drivel okay so just so like, you know putting this out there. but yeah. this is i mean this is something like worth talking about because here's the thing their ev their quote evidence breakdown is eyewitness testimony which eyewitness testimony is not like the smoking gun that people think it is mm -hmm. well eyewitness you can everybody can see something differently well that's where that's where you get the term my truth which which is really yeah. just a a a, a liberal way to or leftist way to say perspective um yeah. <laughs> but okay so according to his lawyers uh the evidence there are multiple witnesses who can attest that majors never assaulted his now ex-girlfriend grace jabari um and this includes the driver of the car that took majors and jabari from from a brooklyn bar the night of the alleged assault He's ready to testify he never saw or heard Majors raise his hand or voice at Jabari and that Majors tried to get away from her and she pulled on and ripped his coat. Um, a small group of women who recognized the Creed, Creed Three star during the altercation hugged him and took a selfie with him in the midst of it. That's really weird. Um, and then a bartender, oh, sorry, there's two, two more. Uh, so a bartender at Lucy's nightclub in the Moxie Hotel in Manhattan who remembered Jabari's British accent and would testify that Jabari was having a great time and recalled, and recalled no bleeding ear or bruised finger. That's a weird, this is that, that right there is the, is the really weird one, right? Uh, the Billy Handyman of the uh, sh shared tri triplex penthouse who accompanied Majors when he arrived home later to help unlock a walk-in closet door. Uh, this says doorware. It means doorway. Uh, Jabari allegedly was found half naked and passed out on the floor. And an unidentified witness who was on the phone with Majors as he came back to the penthouse after spending the night at a hotel and found Jabari in his closet. All right. So of all of these people, probably... The one that would have the most actual direct like eyewitnessing would be the driver. Now, of course, drivers are really easy to pay off. Mm -hmm. And like if you're Marvel, yeah. if you're if you're Disney, if you're Disney, like you want this guy to get acquitted because like you've literally crafted the next seven movies around him.
Yeah. So this is where I, ch- I uh, what, what you're saying is not wrong, but I would challenge this. The, the driver thing was one of the first things that came out like yes. a couple days after this happened. Right. So that's not changed. Um, some of the other witnesses, I don't recall ever hearing about until. I haven't heard about any of these that, other people. That, um, yeah. And that, I mean, we've I, followed this. We haven't talked about it much, yeah. like a ton on the episode. Well, but on the yeah. episodes, but like we've been we've been talking about this since it happened because like one, like I really liked Jonathan Majors in Creed two, or three, sorry, in yes. Creed three. So and you've liked three. him and everything else you've seen him in for the most part, right? Right. So we're yeah. rooting for we're rooting for him, not except not the root, but like you know, except for what Loki. Well, oh yeah, I just hated Loki. That wasn't his fault. That you know. No, I, I didn't like Loki. I didn't no. like his representation of... Again, it was just the, bad writing. Yeah. So, um, Okay, so this is the eyewitness part of it. Like, eyewitness stuff, like, they're leading with this, like, this is some big, like, huge smoking gun. Um, I, I think, if anything, if there's video from the car or or whatever, but if these, these women, like, during the altercation, that's a weird one. Like, that's super weird. Yeah, like, well... What's the timeline there, like you said? Yeah, and again, yes, they could have seen something or that could absolutely happen. But if they're so excited, see, they're not going to pay, most likely not going to be paying attention to that. Mm-hmm. My thing, and like I said before we started, is the video. The one video that, the only video that I have seen was her after the, the fact, I believe. It was supposed to be after the fact of the fight mm-hmm. where she's in the club and she's obvious. Look. I've jammed my finger. Uh, oh, yeah. I've broken stuff. You're not going to be handling glass or uh, like bottles and stuff like she was mm-hmm. in the video. If, again, if the timeline matches up, so, right. so. Just, just with that caveat, right. you're not going to be. She's not going to be handling that with a broken finger. Just Correct. not. She's yeah. not going. So to again, like we have to wait and see. But the other thing too is the bartender could have like a completely different time of the night, you know, and not not you know not he can have his time mixed up because when you're behind the bar, you know, time. Stand still. No, I'm, and you're trapped yeah, I'm and never any void of yeah. nothingness. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the video itself. Like if I didn't, yeah. I don't know if there was a time stamp. That's what I mean. As far as if it follows, this was right after their fight. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. and again, supposedly, and again, I'm using air quotes for those who do not yeah. have a camera in my room, which I hope you don't. Uh, we all those. Do. <laughs> we all do. So uh, put I your mean, pants back on. I have shorts on perv, but yeah, yeah. it's, it's interesting. It, it'll yeah. be interesting. It to is. See, this uh, is interesting again, to see what's going to happen for sure. All right. So credit card again, statements. Oh, but, sorry. Real quick. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, and let's be honest. I, like I've said before, like with replies to with the whole Ezra Miller thing, this dude got, got off pretty much scot-free. I mean, well, his movie paid a big price, uh, for doing all <laughs> demonstrably worse things. Yes. Yes. But we know why. But, yeah. Um, all right. So the next bit of evidence, again, air quotes evidence, uh, credit card statements. Per yes. Major's lawyer, uh, per Major's lawyer's evidence, uh, Jabari charged rounds of shots in an $800 bottle of champagne to Major's card while at Lucy's. I mean, if they're dating, that doesn't really seem, you know. And no, the Lucy's thing is supposedly after the fight. That's where yeah. they have video of her right. handling okay. stuff. So 
So that right. was after the, after this assault was supposed Dude, to. And if she's like drunk on shots and, and stuff like that, maybe you're just not feeling anything. But again, no, I'm not making excuses. I'm just like going through this. Uh, after seeing a breakup text from the magazine dreams, what is magazine dreams? Is that a show? Oh no, that's a movie. He's going to be, uh, uh I think he's playing a bodybuilder. Okay. So after sure. seeing a breakup from the magazine dream star, she also allegedly charged a taxi ride, uh, back to their shared triplex. I love how they keep like, just the, this is a flex about his triplex fan to penthouse. Um, where she arrived at 3.23 a.m., according to surveillance footage. Uh, Insider also notes that after Major sent the text, he allegedly turned his phone off. In response to it, Jabari allegedly called Major 32 times and sent several texts uh, accusing him of infidelity. That has nothing to do with any of this. Like, that, anyway. All right. Uh, surveillance footage, according to the lawyer. Uh, footage from the street corner where Majors allegedly got out of the car during the altercation. Footage from Lucy's. Um, so this is what you were talking about. Uh, footage from the shared pen. Oh, now they just called a penthouse. Thank goodness. Uh, the penthouse elevator footage. Uh, all this shows that Jabari was allegedly the aggressor who didn't show any signs of an injury to her hand or ear before heading back to the penthouse. Uh, the lawyer argues that Jabari instead took a fall while alone in Major's penthouse. Well, it's their penthouse. Um, anyway, after drinking and taking sleeping pills and then the body cam footage. Um, now, since this came out, his lawyer has accused the, uh, the NYPD of being racist, by the way. Well, again, depending on what the body cam footage says and yeah. if you can hear everything, if, and again, like I said, I, when I sent you the text, if they were coaching her to mm -hmm. charge him with something, I'd, you should, you should lose your job immediately. Yes. Not, not a question. It's one thing to kind of help people put the piece together. The facts trying to be as objective as possible. And again, this is what I'm saying is if this happened, mm -hmm. I just want to make that clear. Those guys should absolutely be fired and yes. never work as police officers. Again. Oh, right. You're absolutely right. So, um, so yeah, anyway, so this is, this is all very interesting. I mean, like Jonathan majors has lost a ton of stuff, um, like with the army and major league baseball. Um, I think he, he was going to be in an Otis Redding movie. Now he's not, um, Marvel hasn't dropped him yet because they are doing Marvel Disney apparently learned from the Johnny Depp thing. So they're <laughs> yeah. going to, they're going to wait, wait and see. I mean, I can understand the things that are happening right now. It's like, yeah, no, we're, we're, we're going to move on because we don't, we don't even want to be attached to the buzz, you know? Um, but yeah, so I, here's the thing at the end of the day, do I think Jonathan majors beat up some woman? I don't know. Do I care if he did or didn't? Not especially because I don't really care about him. Um, if he did it, should he be fired? Yes. And if he didn't, there's, and again, I always say this, if, well, that's tough because she's, again, she, it, it's a tough one because this is not cut and dry. Like she right. was the one initially pursuing, well, you know, I think she said something and then she tried to take it back supposedly. Okay. It, it's not like Amber Heard where she objectively went out, you know, and right. tried to say he did all this. And so, her dog stepped on a bee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it's so stupid. Um, 
Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it is, it's one of those things to think about. Um, but yeah, I, I do like, honestly, I do think that if he, uh, if he's found innocent, you know, like acquitted innocent, then he should absolutely, um, be able to stay in his role. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. So, I mean, it's, it's just tough with things like this, like the same thing or some, I, I haven't been really following it, but, uh, the guy that plays Nimor. Yeah. Nimor, he's got, he's got some going stuff going something. on too. Yeah. yeah. But what I was saying, like, again, if you do something like this, yes, you should be punished and you should, mm-hmm. the, all the fallout that you deserve. Right. With that being said, when you get accused of something like this, and even if you are found innocent, you never, you're never going to quite shake that. Right. Unfortunately, or it's going to take a long, long, longer time than when the verdict comes out that you're innocent or somebody recants their statement or, Mm -hmm. or testifies that you didn't do this. That's the thing about the accusations like this. Right. And again, there's a lot of this stuff goes on in real life. And you know, this people do guys do this. And at the same time, there, there are men, there are more than a few instances where people have lied and, you know, the whole Johnny Depp thing, Johnny Depp was, it, that was easy for Johnny Depp. There's mm-hmm. a couple guys that have been in prison. Uh, there's a, there's actually a movie hmm. made by, uh, about the a guy that spent a football player that spent eight years in prison because a girl said he did something to her. And then well, she that's came the, back. the hurricane, right? Like that was, that was his story too. Oh yeah. The hurt, so, uh, with the Denzel Washington movie. Yeah. The Bob Dylan's all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, here, here's my, here's just my lap. Like I want to move on from this, but like, I, I hope he's innocent. I really do. Um, but I think, I don't know if the court system can play out fast enough for Disney to sit on this. Yeah, because uh, I don't know if we said it, the trial starts August. Is it August 3rd? Yeah, August It starts 3rd. August, in August. Yeah. Okay. So, because, well, okay, here, I'm, I'm just real quick. So, what they're working with here is a is a damaged actor, right? Like, we can yeah. agree. So, between Friday and Tuesday... The Flash has only made $66 million. So we're Ouch. recording this on Thursday. So, you know, I mean, it had, it, it may, it only made $5 million, a little over $5 million on Tuesday. It is so far behind Black Adam at this point. Um, let's see. By the first Tuesday, Black Adam had made $76 million. So it's 10 million behind Black Adam and, and falling daily. Um, if he becomes a toxic, you know, to uh, to to quote the, uh, the the cult and the boys, if he becomes a, a toxic personality for Marvel, they have to cut bait, regardless if he's innocent or guilty. Just uh, for the simple fact of there are people who will latch on to like, oh, he's guilty. I, I'm not going to go see this movie. I, I will. Cha- I will raise that though, and this is this is the kind of position they're in though. 
there will be a lot of people if again if he's found innocent and they cut bait yeah there will be a ton of people that will be on that on that opposite end saying i'm not going to go see a marvel movie sure. because of that but it's also multiverse so, so they can always bring him back yeah so and again it's it, yeah like you said it's one of those things we'll see what we see and we'll see the time frame mm-hmm. and just ha- with these things you just have no idea how long it's going to play out yeah God, I mean, the, the, just the, this movie is like. Just, I'm looking at the flash box office, and I'm trying not to laugh. This is, is this <laughs> anyway? I mean, this right, hold on, hold on, might want to be wait, the. Wait. Okay. Oh, you're putting it in there. <laughs> Real time. All right. So the flash box office is um, is abysmal. <laughs> it is. It's. I'm. I, like I. I can't stand. Um, Ezra Miller. I like I I think he was the worst casting choice possible for Barry Allen. And to see what's happening to this movie, I mean, it, it is just like James Gunn said he wants to keep Ezra Miller. James Gunn also said this is one of the best superhero movies he'd ever seen. Tom Cruise also said this was a great movie. So I'm not sure what movie Tom Cruise got to see. Did Tom Cruise step into the Speed Force because he runs so much and went into an alternate universe where it was an accurate portrayal of Barry Allen? By the way, the, um, the pitch meeting came out today for The Flash. I watched it. It's so funny. You're gonna jinx it. Is that a curse? Um, but no, this 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 movie is an un. I, I mean, I I keep saying this. It is an unmitigated disaster. And for the people who are out there who are who are like, oh, I love this movie. It's like you are lying. You are virtue signaling and you are lying because this the stuff I've seen with the CG and with the director saying we didn't we purposely made the CG bad and the fact that. Warner Brothers Discovery is now saying there's a $150 million max budget for all of these movies moving forward until they start making money. DC is in dire straits. Whatever the plan is, the creature commandos thing, um, you know, all the weird stuff that James Gunn wants to do, any more like Suicide Squad stuff, done. Throw it away. You start with a good Superman movie. That is the opening salvo where you lay seeds for Batman and Wonder Woman in that movie. You follow up with the Wonder Woman movie and you close that trilogy out with Batman coming in and then they form the Justice League after that. No more like we need like three movies with all these people. We need to actually get to a Justice League movie with a solid foundation for a shared universe starting with Superman and then Superman carries over throughout. And I'm going to say this right now. Um, Tom Bateman as Batman. Who? Tom Bateman from based on a true story. Trust me. Oh, I haven't watched that. Yeah. Just go and like tune in to any of the episodes where like he's in it. He looks like Bruce Wayne should look like he's big, strong guy. And he's got that like great, like psycho personality that Batman needs. Oh, he's married to Daisy Ridley. I didn't know that. And he's like, he's like, you know, six four, like Batman should be. I was gonna say, so, I didn't know. How, yeah, I didn't know how like, tall he was. Like Affleck, of all the people who have played Batman, Affleck is the one who looked the most like Batman. 
Yes, he did. So, but and, I, and also yeah, anyway, but, to continue your point yes. and to kind of bring it back to the Flash, you were talking about solid foundation. Mm -hmm. This is not a solid foundation if you keep Ezra Miller, no, because he is not, he is not Barry Allen any way, shape, or form. Well, and I don't understand and why again, they keep doing Barry Allen and Hal Jordan in these movies. Wally West, John Stewart. That is the Green Lantern that your current movie going base knows. Because of Justice League yeah. Unlimited. Yeah, so I mean it's this yeah. is just I mean I, I put a I right. put a link to the box office mojo. Like it, it's well worth tracking. I mean, this is this is just a nightmare for them. This might actually cost David Zasloff his job because if he would have wrote this one off, it would not have lost a dollar. And they're yeah. probably going to lose about three three hundred million dollars on this. Yeah, he he made them. Yes, I thought. And again, we thought that that, that could have been a possibility. I said he should yeah. do it when when he wrote Batgirl off. Yes. So, which that yeah. came up in a um, a chat I was in the other day, um, mm -hmm. and someone's like, "Well, I'm sure they'll just put it out there to to." Uh, for people to pirate, they'll leak it. It's like, they can't leak it. If that movie leaks, if that movie ever sees the light of day, they have to pay back that entire tax benefit that they got. Yeah. So that movie, this is why they deleted it and then said, this is what we're doing because those two dudes who directed it went onto the server to try and get it and release it. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're not seeing that. But... So. Anyway, uh, yeah, I can't believe I forgot to add this in there in the first place, but like, it's been like my favorite thing to follow. All the videos have been great. Um, you know, it couldn't have happened to a worse or guy than Ezra Miller. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, fuck that dude. He's getting what he deserves. I hope he's like crying somewhere right now. Yeah, I, I don't care enough. I'm never going to be in a movie again. Well, that's what happens when you kidnap 17-year-olds, pal. All right. Let's move on to Craven. So um, we had very different reactions to this uh, trailer on first viewing. Um, and I, my, my, my thought process on this is, is they should have just introduced Craven in a Spider-Man movie. Well, yes. Yes. Um, I am a big fan of Aaron Taylor Johnson. Um, mm -hmm. I like him a lot. I think he's a really good dynamic young actor who can do a lot of different things. And, um, like bullet train is a great example of something Dude, that you would not so expect yeah. him to be in. And he's awesome in it. Um, when yeah. he's Brian Tyree Gibson's twin brother. <laughs> um, but, uh, I, I I don't know. I just I'm not a big fan of these like villain standalone origin movies. Well, I, I will say this: you're probably likely not a fan because one hasn't been really done extremely like well across the board. And what I mean by that is, I thought you didn't like Joker. You thought it was boring. It was. I thought Joker was fine. I thought it was. Dumb. I thought Joker was fine. Yeah, I thought it was fine. There are a lot of people that absolutely loved it. It was not. Oh, I will say this. Tim, it was not a transformative movie, <laughs> any way, shape, or form. Yeah. That was one of the r most ridiculous takes I've heard yeah, about that. Movie. Tim Pool, yeah. So, yeah. But, again, but Tim, you got to remember, Tim's a normie when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. So, again, 
then you go with Venom. Venom is a lot of fun. Venom is not a good movie. V- Venom, Venom um, Two is more was even more fun and is even a worse movie. I, you know, and here's yes. the thing: I didn't, I, I of okay, I'm. We'll stick with these Sony movies because I think it's fair because it's apples yeah, to apples, to keep, right? Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. I, I did not hate any of the Venom stuff. Like, I actually like. I've watched. I've gone back and watched it. I've actually gone back and like yeah. watched Morpheus. I I saw Morpheus in the theater. I Morbius. Morbius. Sorry, <laughs> Morbius. Dude, that. Sandman. I want to write him. No, no. Fuck Neil Gaiman. Morpheus, buddy. Morpheus. Do you want the red pill or the blue pill? Uh, no, no. Let's. Anyway, um, no. With Morbius, um, I, I actually thought Morbius was pretty true to character, um, other than the Matt Smith stuff. Which I actually kind of like Matt Smith in the movie too, which really made me yeah. sad. Yeah, there. That's one of those examples of a movie where, at a deaf with a defter hand, it would. I thought it would have been good. I think with another, uh, like, I, I think I said this when we talked about it the first time. With another fifteen minutes, it would have been a really good movie. Yes, that's one of those few movies you would admit. So, uh, and again, even me, I, I usually don't say this either. But it's one of those movies that does, did need a little bit more time to develop yes. things. Now, when it comes to Craven, what we've seen so far right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of parts that I really like. I like Aaron Taylor, Aaron Taylor Johnson. I love Russell Crowe. You know, I, I, I like the look of the, when he, when they, I'm glad that they showed him with the fur on and everything. Um, I'm yeah. not crazy about the brother. Um, but there, there are, there's a lot of good in this trailer that's like, okay, I'm going to give this movie a shot and I'm going to try and be as open-minded as I can be going in. Now, did you see that? The thing is, the first trailer I saw was the regular one. Mm-hmm. Second time, I, I didn't realize there was a Red Band trailer, and that showed a lot more of the violence. And they are going hard in some of these things that happen. Uh, now, as far as the character itself, I'm not going to even say, you know, I've, I've seen Craven and Spider-Man. I've read some of those, but I'm not an expert at Craven. And we've talked about this. I did look up some stuff, but... The one thing that, and it seems like a small thing, but I don't know. I don't understand why he's using the American accent. That's a that 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 was jarring a little bit. I mean, again, that's definitely not a deal breaker. I think it's probably so. They're like, oh wait, this is just the multiverse where Pietro became (laughs) became Craven. Um, yeah, like you said, I really like Russell Crowe. I like that dynamic. Um, and the one thing I told you, I didn't think about until seeing it the second time where it said, uh, villains are not born, they're made, Mm -hmm. which is true. So I I know, yeah. And I know people are trying to talk, talking, calling about him, the anti-hero and all that stuff. That's my fear. I'm wondering, yeah, I'm wondering if it's, and again, you can't trust these studios because they continually disappoint us with a lot of this stuff, but I'm wondering if by the end of the film we see the craven from or a rendition of the craven from the comics that's more closely related to what he is in the comics versus what we seem to believe he is in the trailer yes so i I mean again i'm not sure i like aaron taylor johnson Mm. i like the physicality and what the, the violence that we see uh, Russell Crowe looks good. Uh, I did like the little the rhino uh, message or the yeah. rhino line, but 
I'm not sure if that's going to work or not. So here, here's what they're, here's what they're, they have to go up against is the version of Craven, not from the comics, but from the 1990s cartoon. Oh yeah. Because that is the Craven that everybody knows. That's the Craven. So, I, I, yeah. But, yeah. um, I mean, Craven's last hunt is a classic. It's one of my probably top 10 all time favorite story arcs. Um, so, you know, I, I know we're not there, but I would love to see Aaron Taylor Johnson get the chance to do that with the Spider-Man movie. Um, yeah. and with Tom Holland, to be honest, although he's starting to look old. Yeah. I think he's starting to lose his hair. Oh, Tom Holland. Yeah, I think so. It might've just been like, cause there was a preview of some, or a picture of something that I saw him. It might've been a wig. I don't know. It was like, Oh, what's happening, Tom? I did see he was going to, I didn't read. Yeah. <laughs> you went from not supposedly... aging at all to. <laughs> well, he was supposedly said he was going to take a, a year off from acting. Mm. I think he did. But that I'm not sure if that's true. Well, I don't actually, that's true. Uh, well, he had a movie that just, or was it a series that came out mm. some, like a couple, couple months ago. So, yeah. I mean, that was the last thing I've seen. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, Craven will be out. Um, when does it come out? Does it say? In October. 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 Twenty twenty. I, re- I do hope it's good. I do. Again, I, I, I do. Here's the thing: of all the companies right now that are doing superhero movies, the one that I have the most faith in is Sony. Yes. So. Yeah. I, I. It's. It's hilarious that we say that, considering. But yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Let's move on. God, we're we're just eating up time. We are, we're way off, way off schedule. <laughs> All right. All right. We got 10 minutes for this and then extraction. 10 minutes for this and 10 minutes for extraction or 10 minutes for each? Uh, uh, 10 minutes. Yeah, 10, well, yeah, about 10 <laughs> minutes each. And that would put us at what, 55? Yeah. All right. Soups and Lolo, season three, episode 12. Is this the penultimate? This is the penultimate episode of the season. Yes, I did not realize so, that either. This is the, the um, coming up. All right. Um, so this one is called Injustice. We'll get to that in a second. But out of five ratty and bizarros, what do you give this? This is like the first one in a while that I really liked. I'd give this a 3.64. Okay. Oh, I didn't update mine. All right. Uh, I'm 3.11. <laughs> like the band? Yes, like the band. Uh, so this is Injustice. This was written by Michael Narducci, who is responsible for some pretty great episodes um, in past seasons. So I was pretty excited to see that he wrote this one. Um, this is a heavy flashback Lex Luthor um, thing. And I really think that uh, this this is a look of what we're going to get moving forward. Um, thankfully without Sarah in the show. Yes. So, yes, I, first of all, Michael Cudlitz and yeah. what we got in this episode really makes me ex- and again, I and I know you were like, you know, you weren't worried about season four for certain reasons. I was worried just because of the writing of mm-hmm. this season for the most part and the, the arc of the villain and, and what was going on with Lois. 
But if you're going to have this Lex Luthor as the son that everything else revolves around in season four, count me in because I really, really liked what he brought as Lex. So, all right. I want to talk about Lex last because that's, I want to go out on the high note. Okay. Um, Okay. In this episode, Jordan is all of a sudden a cocky little shit, which where's that come from? Um, Jonathan is like getting cucked at work because of his dad. Like, you know, it's like, okay, Kyle, like enough. Um, I definitely thought they were going to have Sam go out like Kevin Costner in Man of Steel, which was, dumb. I really did. Dude. It was dumb. That was really bad. All right. Um, Sarah is a narc <laughs> and Lana is overreacting without any context to what's happening and kind of pushed Jordan into doing what he did as far as like showing up and getting to selfies and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And then once again, opening with the lowest monologue, like voiceover enough of that. Like, yes, enough. Please. Like the, you, you dragged it out way, 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 way too far. Yeah. Um, I, this should have been, this uh, should have been the fourth episode of the season. If this, there's again the dragon on stuff like pretty much everything you just said, I am on board with because the way Sarah reacts and she's like he's just full of himself. No, he's. <laughs> did you see that? The way he said that, yeah. You know, oh, this guy would probably be bad. Did you think? Did that look like a guy that was full of himself or right. a guy that was like didn't like people talking about him? And just kind of trying to say, hey, yeah. I mean, give the guy credit. Yeah, hey, just because he's got stupid goggles like, on, he's still badass. And he saved your stupid yeah. life. Yeah, and again, <laughs> like any six, look. Yeah. Again, most, many 16-year-olds, including likely myself, mm-hmm. would be more like Brightburn with this. Oh, I 100% would have been Brightburn. Let's, let's, I, there's no doubt let's about that. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. So, and again, when you said the Jordan, the cocky, the out of the mm-hmm. blue, that's the thing I didn't like. Yeah. Is after Sarah says this, after they play the game of telephone where it goes to Sarah, to Lana, and to the, mm-hmm. the Lois and Clark, it's like they, they had to write his personality or his reaction to uh, basically give credence to that whole telephone thing. Right. Because th- this has not been Jordan. Yes, he wants to do more, but he is, he was, there was no buildup to this. That's my, that's my problem with this. You know, anytime, yes, a character can do that, but if, but we had a better buildup than this, then, although I will say that, that scene with him and Clark was, that was another strong, that was really, really strong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I did like when he pulled away and he's like, you never do that again. Yes. It's almost like, how dare you make me bleed my own blood? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. So, um, I, here's what I did. Like, I liked, I liked the flashbacks with Lois in her dumb hat doing journalism <laughs> or at least what she thought was journalism to try and put Lex away. I liked, I liked Lex going into jail and 
you know, essentially walking up to the biggest guy in the yard and, and just, you know, punching him in the face. Um, so he could get to the warden (laughs) and that was diabolical. Well, his threats, it reminded me of the right hand man of Kaiser Soze. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. Usual Usual suspect is like, yes, she will have a gruesome violation and we might only castrate your nephew and all this stuff. And that's what he told those guys is like, yeah, you'll keep your cell. I might let you keep your teeth Mm. and you may be able to walk. Right. <laughs> and and here's the thing. Is he fulfilled all those promises? Because that guy yes. lost his teeth. The other guy yes. was, is in a wheelchair. And then the other dude was his chair. Yes. Which, holy crap. So, um, yeah, I mean, he took a beating. It was, uh, it was great. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, I'll give you $5. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I... I re- like so the first time I remember seeing Michael Cudlitz in anything was Gross Point Blank, where he played John Cusack's bully, and then he's just always been like that blue collar guy. Um, yeah, in most he things played, that he is, he was in that one really good cop show on TNT Southland. Southland. Yeah, um, with the, yeah, and he was like the racist cop or whatever I think. Um, yeah, with Ben McKenzie. Yes, yeah, that, from, I used from to watch it. Southland was a really yeah. good show, and it had a bunch of yeah. like. Oh my god! I can't believe you killed that character. Like nobody had plot armor, plot armor on that show. Yeah, really um, good show. So I've always looked. So like when they first cast him, I was I I told you I was a little concerned. I'm like I'm not sure. Um, but seeing this like just this dark, strategic, menacing, just completely hinged. Lex Luthor is it's just like Clark Kent nerd dad. It's totally different. Yes. And he does not know that Clark is Superman, which I love. Yeah, I love that too. So, because like when Clark's Superman, he's next. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's like, yeah, so you just told him. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, it's it's really, really cool um, what they did with him. And uh, I, I do like the fact that they're trying to get Bizarro. Um, rat eating on their side yeah dude he was just mowing down on rats he was like he's like i can't get enough can't get enough he's like dennis leary and um (laughs) demolition man just rat burgers oh yeah oh man i love um, that movie but yeah i I, you know i i think this is one of the better episodes when you look at it as a whole um i you know Jordan losing his suit was kind of dumb. Like, did not losing it, but having it taken away. It's like, oh, give us your car keys. It's like, you know, you know, he's not gonna not help. Like when Clark's like, I don't need you, and it's like, mm, you kind of do. You kind of yeah. do. And at first, I was wondering, are they sucking in the air from the tornado or blowing cold air on it? And I realized they were blowing cold air on it because that's what you need to yes. do because it was too hot. Um, the, yes. the, the heat index was too high in Smallville that day, and a low-pressure system came in and turned into a tornado. Um, yes, good gracious. ass is bodacious. <laughs> but I yeah. still remember that song playing when Clark got his heat vision Yeah, in uh, Smallville. In Smallville. Yeah. Oh, such a good show. I love it so much. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
I like honestly after the news we've got since the last time we talked about this because we skipped reviewing episode eleven, um, mm-hmm. which wasn't really anything super worth writing nah. home about. Um, Mediocre, mid, ma 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 ma, mid. Um, I we got a glimpse of what it's gonna look like without all the like without the Henry's without the Lang Cortez's, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm here for it. I want them to move back to yeah, Metropolis I, though. I do not want them to stay in Smallville. Yeah. I, I will say, and I wonder if they are going to do that now that there's that, that's the best way to kick, kick all of these characters that are in Smallville out mm-hmm. logistic. It's, it makes the most sense. Yeah. Instead of having them every like them staying and then everybody else yeah. just happened to be, Oh, Lana was elected to the state house, even though the governor hates her. And, um, and Sarah got a recording contract, even though she doesn't play in public other than the one time, but they saw that one clip. Kyle went to this. Yeah. Kyle's now the chief of the federal fire department in Washington, DC. You know? Yeah. So John Henry and Natalie found a way to repopulate their earth and went back. (laughs) Yes. And then Chrissy. Then Chrissy just fucked off and fell into a live volcano and Kyle may or may not have pushed her. So (laughs) (laughs) anyway, um, but yeah, I don't know. I I just think I'm, I'm, I'm bullish on the future of the show for season four. I think, I think when we look back, this will just be a hiccup. And also I did read that. Like, aren't they truncating it to maybe 10 or eight? It's 10. It's 10 episodes. So good. 10 episodes that, Mm-hmm. will force them to and again with just have with lex being the arching villain or the primary villain i'm 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 good honestly yeah. i i i was concerned but especially after this episode and seeing what he brought to the table i am all for it yep 100 percent. oh rather then let's move on to our final topic um of the day extraction two Electric Boogaloo. Wait, no. Oh my god. What? Electric Boogaloo. There's no electric boogaloo. It's just uh extraction two from producers Joe and Anthony Russo. <laughs> Actually, so that's that's kind of shitty because Chris Hemsworth is a producer on this as well. As is Sam Hargraves. Anyway. Yeah. Which anyway. I'm interested to see what he does, like uh, other than extraction movie. Sam Hargraves. I mean, I I, I mispronounced it's Hargrave, um, but yeah, no, I think he should just do extraction movies. I mean, they already green uh, greenlit a third one. So. I mean, it was it was ready to go. Um, so okay, so this one is it starts out with uh, Tyler Rake washing up on a beach. <laughs> Um, and recovering in a hospital and, um, a guy comes and is like, Hey, I need you to rescue my ex-wife. And he's like, um, no, (laughs) I'm hurt. So anyway, no, I I thought this movie started extremely slow. I I don't, I don't know how how you feel about this. Um, I will say this, this, hold on. This is 122 minutes long. So it's two hours and two minutes long runtime. Yes. What was the original extraction? Mm, hold on. 
But as far yeah, while you're looking that up, I I I I, I agree. It started slow, but 117. So it wasn't okay. Too it wasn't too much different. I didn't mind that at all. I I thought you needed some of the. I mean, yes, you could have chopped some stuff down or truncated certain mm -hmm. things. Overall, I was fine with how it started. Um, I think you needed that for him, his character. Again, he's getting back on his horse, so to speak, after being yeah. I don't, it, No, I being just, out, I just, out, like, I, I, it's just, yeah. it didn't grab me right away. And what yeah. really picked it up for me is his Rocky Four montage out in the, like, it, winter, wherever he was. And how did they not get the music? The same music. Hearts on fire. <laughs> bon -a -bum, bon -a -bum. <laughs> but anyway, uh, one, like, I kind of want to, like, let's have someone, like, train me. Like, let me go train out there like that. Like, I feel yeah, like. That was, that was pretty awesome. I feel like I'd come back carved out of iron. Just like Rocky. Whatever he hits, he destroys. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so they are sent into a prison, uh, or well, they infiltrate a prison um, to uh, re retrieve this family. So, um, and the way they see to get out is to start a riot. So apparently, yes. they watched the Boiling Rock two part episode of Avatar The Last Airbender. And that that there were some beautiful sequences in there. The, the Although at the same time, it's great. The cinematography yes. in this is is so good. I will say there were a couple times where they did certain things with the camera where I was like, "Whoa, hold on, uh, let me reorient myself." Mm -hmm. uh, but like, yeah, again, the action itself is for the most part, especially the first two acts, like especially that prison scene. And, and we'll talk about the train se sequence, which was phenomenal. Uh, those two, those two, just those two, it's in its in and of itself were just incredible mm -hmm. and so much fun. And what did you say uh, about the train scene? It's going to be the, oh, the new... train scene is the new Netflix hallway fight. And it, this was yeah. the best train fight since broken era. <laughs> Which I love that you brought that. I up. mean, it's that was a great train fight. Like, I mean, like Mission Impossible had a good one. The first Mission Impossible, Bullet Train obviously mm -hmm. had some good ones. Um, Under Siege Spectre Two, Dark Territory. It. You know, um, but like Spectre's best. The best part of Spectre was the train fight. I don't think I made it that far. Yeah, that's the one with uh, Batista. Is that where Batista dies? Yeah. No, is that when Batista dies? Yes. Okay. So that was the last bit I watched. Anyway. Yes, that's what I mean. That's the like best when part Batista of the movie. died, I just turned the movie off. I was like, okay, I don't, I don't care about this. This is really bad. This is, um, expect, yeah, yeah. It was like every but other I mean, Bond movie like, was really bad. Um, right. Yeah. So I mean, but like, just I'm talking about from ones I see and remember and haven't deleted from the memory bank. Um, oh. But yeah, like oh, uh, that's yeah. yeah. So um, that's absolutely up there. It's yeah. it's different though, but yeah, it, it, I mean, you got a minigun going on, and yeah, but you shooting know, out helicopters out of the sky. I liked I liked in this one how the guys were like breaching from the sides, from the back door, mm -hmm. like you know, it was like yes, 
it was really cool and really well done. And, you know, um, the fact that he wasn't really armed. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's like, it, it was almost like, um, with the daredevil hallway fight when he's like in the room and you just hear the fighting, which I thought was perfect. And he comes out and he's like, yeah. <sighs> and then on to the next one, like there were a couple moments where I like Hemsworth kind of like embraced his inner Charlie Cox. Um, and yes, I, I he, thought yeah, it was absolutely. really good. Um, the other, like the, the other big thing about this, which I thought was really cool was the raid. Um, which there's nothing in this movie that's original. I just want to put this out there. No, like, no, like yeah. when they're in the building trying to get the, like they're trying to get away and like their cars keep getting blown up and they keep having to get to the Xville and then they go into the building, they go up the building. It's kind of like the raid almost a little, little dread in there um, without the lean Henley and the, the weird drug, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it all worked. That's the thing. Um, I just felt like this movie dragged a lot and there was a lot of just really weird plot holes. Yes. So I will say it didn't drag for me until, and you mentioned it, that third act, the third act there is, there is, it's like Swiss cheese in there. Mm -hmm. in a lot of instances of like, you're talking about plot holes. And again, some of this, yes, we understand that certain things you have to suspend disbelief. But when you have a, a high-rise infiltration where gunfire and all this goes on, and then these two guys, these guys that you know, the bad guy just walks away, and then people are still walking on the street like nothing right. happened. Right. No cops are there, really. Well, and when the cops do show up, they get blown up by RPGs. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like it's well, yeah. There, there was that scene, like with it, where those cops, but it's just. Just some of the, I mean, and that's little things. I and again, one of the big issues I had was I never, unlike the first extraction where he had, it wasn't actually the villain, but the antagonist, the guy that was hired to, that was basically Chris Hemsworth on the other side of things. Mm-hmm. He brought a part. He brought something that this movie didn't didn't have, and because the villain in this movie was just. Like there was nothing about him that was special. Oh. Uh, hello. Yeah. Yeah. Had so, so there was nothing machine. you were saying that like there was nothing. Nothing about him special. Nothing that where I was like, oh, I just oh this guy I love to hate him or yeah. oh this is cool what he does here. There's just nothing. Yeah. And like I told you, it was almost him and his brother kind of reminded me of Caster and uh. Alex Troy, yeah, from uh, Face Off. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it's the first two acts. I, I mean, even, yes, it started slow, I, but I still really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I think. But here's did, the thing: I think I would have liked this. I think this would have been better and would not have dragged as much if they were just rescuing rescuing the woman and not the kids. Especially because the the kid Sandro like ran away, you know, it's yeah. like who didn't see that coming from the second you saw that kid. Oh, absolutely. But, absolutely. There was um, no doubt about, and again, like you said, it wasn't a ridge. I, I just like he caused so much death, like right. destruction, all the right. cops that died. Uh, Yaz, 
and like everything that's on him. Like Nick should have put a bullet in his head. Like that that was all on him. Yes. So I I just, but yeah, you're right. In the third act, you know, you go, you get to the church and all that stuff. And it, it was just, it wasn't that it was too much, but it wasn't, need it in this like when i say too much i think like overkill in the sense of action no it wasn't that it was more overkill in the sense of the script and the direction of where they went right it wasn't needed it, it was yeah i again i i think cutting like i said a half hour you know i'll scale it back to 15 minutes maybe 20 um there definitely I could meet you at been. 15. Yes. Yeah, there, there's, I there, there was just some stuff minutes. that didn't need to be in this movie because it did start to feel repetitive. Yes. And like John yeah, Wick starts did. to feel repetitive after a little bit, especially John Wick 4 for three hours. Oh, my gosh. Um, but Falling like, down the steps for 30 minutes. <laughs> over and over again. Um, <laughs> like, dude, just take the other street and run up the street <laughs> where there's no steps. You're fine. Um, you'll be fine. Kudos to that stuntman, though. Yes. I think it was it Keanu. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it just kind of got repetitive. And then the thing that killed this for me, and I literally took two points away off of, mm-hmm. is he gets that bad guy down. He's unconscious. He has the high ground, Obi-Wan style. He's got a gun pointed at him. He looks at him, and he's like, eh. I just yeeted him through this window. He's probably dead. Even though he had just yeeted Nick through a window and she lived. Yeah. So it's like, I do have a question. Double tap. Jesse Eisenberg gave you the instructions on how to handle this exact situation. 100%. I will say this. I asked this. How the heck did he beat uh, Tyler up the stair, up to the roof? Uh, The magic of cinema. I that made no sense. None whatsoever. I mean, he was like a half hour behind them. So you know what he does is that <laughs> dude comes to Cincinnati and does that crew tower race every year. Yeah. And so he's just so fast that like, you know, he, he just trains <laughs> he's just he constantly trains for for Skyrise, you know, Xville. Um although I did like there was like so when the, their helicopter that was coming to get them got blown up. Um, mm-hmm. yes, I said blow it up. Um, I, I liked it when he looked at Nick and he goes, take their wings. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Nick, do it. Even though it doesn't have wings, it has propellers, but you go and you take yeah. that. Although I'm pretty sure that helicopter would have crashed because when they just like got the bare minimum amount of thrust, upward thrust, mm-hmm. and she just like dumped it off the side of the building. And it's like, you know, you're not getting any more thrust until you get closer to the ground. Right. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, maybe if you could get like parallel with the building, you could get some thrust to like kind of push yourself up. But like the way you did that, no, you're not just flying away. <laughs> did we? Uh, we didn't do the ratings for this. I, I know. I, I thought I would save it, but um, oh, okay. If you want to, we can do that now. Out of ten enemies left for dead, coming back to bite you in the asses. Which I, I love that. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> I give it 6.11. Wow. Oh, not 6-11. Uh 6.11. All right. I gave it a I gave it a solid 5.5. I think yeah, uh 
I think it's relatively mid. I think um, there's a lot of stuff that I liked. There's a lot of stuff that I didn't yeah. like. And for me, it was just kind of boring because it, it, it took me too long to get into the movie where I was like, oh, I yeah. should probably put my foot, my phone down and, and read what they're saying. Yeah. In a foreign language. So with, with, with that, yeah. And that's the thing with the brothers again, just didn't really care. No. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mind the slower pace. I did mind, like you said, the third act and some of these, the plot or the weird plot holes. What, what got me was the great action, especially in the, you know, the train mm-hmm. and the prison break and some of the just amazing cinematography that that's the thing that I'll keep going back to. But again, from a story perspective, from a unique perspective, I would take the first extraction all day. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. So, all right. We're right at an hour. So on that note, thank you all for listening. Any last words? Oh, I, I took the, and I might talk about this next week, uh, maybe a five-minute synopsis, if it's any good, is I watched the first episode of Secret Invasion, and it's one of the better pilots of any Disney Plus show, but that's not a lot. No, I'm, I will say, I will admit when things are decent, and I'm, again. I'm not watching it. No, I know you're not. I'm just saying I will do it. Uh, but... There are definitely issues with that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, it's just one one episode. Uh, if next week is bad, I won't be watching it again. If next week is like this week's or better, I might try to stand, stick around. But we'll see what we I mean, see. Did you not listen to what Chris Gore said? I did hear the line, and the line just... <sighs> It's one of those things. Why do you do the things you do, people? I don't. I don't. I. I wish I could tell you why Disney is doing what they do to Marvel. Um. But yeah. Uh. Oh, hey. Just one note. Uh. If you are listening to us on something other than Spotify, and you normally listen to us on Spotify, I'm having an issue with them right now about not publishing our episodes. So, uh, hang tight. You can find us on, on, um, um, Apple music, um, you know, iTunes, whatever, Apple podcasts and, uh, Google play or on uh, audible and Amazon. But, uh, I'm trying to get that fixed as quickly as possible. All right. All right. Cool. All right. We'll talk to y'all later. Have a great one. Bye. All right. See ya. The Infamous Podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati. You can find new episodes every Sunday on Apple Podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, our website, or anywhere podcasts are downloaded. The show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Infamous Podcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamous podcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons and are looking for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. So whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is, and we'll see you next time. 
Thanks for listening.